Our guest on the Crosstalk this morning, Dr. Joe Potaruka from Mayo's Emergency Center, all things COVID. Doctor, good morning. Thanks very much good for talking with us. Uh, you know, I get I, less and less from listeners who think you are a part of the problem, that you're, you know, full of baloney and, uh, and just coming on the air uh, with my help to, uh, to lie to the American people, uh, the Western Wisconsin people. <laughs> and I, I appreciate the fact that you've been honest with us, even if it's pain. I sent you a couple of the uh, emails that I'd gotten with links to various studies and so forth. What did you look at? Did you get a chance to look at any or all of them? And what do you think? Yeah, so I think you sent some articles, some uh, studies about uh, the effectiveness of ivermectin for COVID. Some of these meta-analysis, those are those bigger studies that incorporate many sort of lower number studies together and create sort of a, you know, a value. Was this value add? Was this protective or not? Sure. And that specific study, you know, it showed some benefit. However, um, it did include a study that was retracted due to, due to fraud. So, um, you know, there's some questions, you know, is the conclusions of that study enough to, to move the mark on ivermectin? Now, that being said, there's still about 47 to 50 other trials in place. Um, so we're going to get more data on this question with ivermectin ahead. But I'd still, you know, the, the FDA, CDC is saying don't take it. They have you know, obvious concerns about people taking, like, the, the the horse dose, which is toxic, almost like chemotherapy for a human being. Um, but, you know, I think that the question is still out there, and there's more data ahead. But for now, uh, the answer is, is, a, is a no. All right. Just, I was just curious. Anything, any of the other studies worth mentioning? Well, I know, I know there's this uh, – There's you had a question. There's um, uh, an individual uh, – I think a virologist that has some uh, uh, wording out there saying that, you know, the vaccine, it might be harmful, that uh, it, it could cause some um, resistance to the vaccine. And I think I think the take home from that is just, uh, you know, if we're worried about dangerous variants emerging, it's must, much riskier to allow the virus to spread to the unvaccinated and allow that to undergo those mutations. So right. I think that that would be my answer to that. All right. Well, and I want to ask you about Regeneron, but uh, your comment just a second ago reminded me of another question I want to ask first, and that was the study that is ongoing. I'm sure there are uh, studies uh, across the globe working on uh, those who get COVID, recover from COVID, and have some uh, amount of immunity. And I know when that question was asked of Dr. Fauci, he uh, hemmed and hawed and ended the conversation. He didn't have an answer. For people in Israel or wherever they're doing the big study right now, for people who have some amount of immunity after they recover from COVID, what do you know about that? Yeah, so you know the the vaccines that we have right now target one element of the COVID virus, uh, being the spike protein. So for and it's a very effective target, but you know, having COVID itself, you're going to get antibodies to a multitude of targets on the virus itself. That being said, you know, the, we understand people's immunologic response will wane for some reason with this virus at six to eight months. And um, it, that's where you become susceptible, even if you've had COVID, to uh, different variants like the Delta variant. Now, interestingly, and it makes sense from a physiology standpoint, those individuals that have had COVID and get the vaccine 
it's it's we're understanding them to be almost like bulletproof to for a lack of a better word to further covid exposure and strains ahead so we're still trying to understand that you know if that's just a profound immunologic response to the vaccine after you've had it but that's a very curious finding so i'm interested to know more about that sure that being said people should be going out there trying to get covid and then get the yeah. vaccine absolutely yeah. not, try, try um, not but to if make you happen it to have it and you get the vaccine they're finding that you might be almost bulletproof that's great what do you know about regeneron as a way to treat covid patients before or after they catch it yeah so that's that's the super elite cocktail of antibody that uh, i think some politicians got early on that's that's the good stuff so that was so that's so that's what you get if you know you have some risk factors but you're not hospitalized and you're not on oxygen so you might okay. get one of these antibody cocktails and this one you know that we're, we're we're finding some of the previous antibody cocktails for delta variant have not been as effective so is, is this going to be um, more effective and there's the emergency use authorization from last year they're trying to resurrect that to get people uh, more dose of this stuff, which we know can be helpful and effective. So you don't have to go to the hospital and get some of those, you know, steroids and antiviral medication, remdesivir, et cetera, uh, or even get to that state where you could get worse and, and end up hospitalized. All right. One last question, because I'm already over time here. Uh, uh, would you get your seven-year-old vaccinated tomorrow if it was available? Are you comfortable with everything that's being said and studied and not studied with regard to uh, your child getting the vaccination? Yeah, well, you know, I have six kids. Uh, you know, I have huh. I have concerns about putting anything into their body. I do have faith in the, the systems in place, to, the clinical trials. They're testing, you know, tens, twenty, twenty thousands of children, making sure the dose is appropriate, making sure that it's safe, but also making sure that it's effective. So I, I think that, um, you know, I want to wait for these studies to come out, certainly. I, no one should be giving off-label vaccination to kids at this yeah. point, but I, I I can see both sides, and, well, and, and a, I think people a, want to know it's safe. A whole group of people that are pushing the FDA to shorten the trial time because hurry up, hurry up, we need this vaccination for our kids. Are you kidding me? Shorten the trial time? Yeah, I, I had suspected it would be it would take longer. So I, yeah. I hear what you're saying there. You shouldn't be in a big hurry, that's for sure. Dr. Joe Potaruka, thanks for talking with us this morning on the Crosstalk. We could go on and on a lot, so many questions. Luckily, I'll get you back next Wednesday, and we'll cover those as well.